In Jesus' holy and precious name. And all God's people said, Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Good morning to you this morning. It is Thanksgiving. Uh, it's a great time of year, and I can't imagine a better mindset as you come to this table on uh, a Sunday morning than that of Thanksgiving. But I'm aware sometimes, if you're anything like me, that sometimes that's not my mindset. I come to this table and I start into my mode of confession and self-examination and I realize there's some ways that I wish I'd done a little better this week. Things I should have done I didn't get around to, things I did that I wish I could take back. And if I'm not careful, I'll let that moment in confession reframe what this is about altogether. It's like coming in once a week to the principal's office to get my report card. Instead of coming to a table that's called the Great Thanksgiving. It's a father's story. Happened many years ago, 150 years ago or more. His, his wife passed away as she gave birth to the second of his two sons. The delivery was troubled so much so that as she hemorrhaged, there was damage to the child. And on one side, he was mostly paralyzed and his eyesight was so affected that he, he was nearly blind. But as his wife's life was ebbing away and she holding her freshly delivered son, her last act in this world was to lift that child to her husband and whisper, it was worth it. Years later, you can imagine the kind of relationship that's created between a single father and two sons like that. They were a tight threesome. The father became a, an evangelist, a, a, a preacher, and he was trying to get ready for a weekend revival, and he was still working on his message, and he was behind. I know that kind of feeling, and it, it, it wasn't coming together, and, and it, but yet he needed to ready his horse in order to make his way to the revival service, and so he asked his older son, now a strapping teenager, he asked him, son, would you mind go out and, uh, and feed the horse? That'll save me a little time. I, I could use it in order to prepare fully. And the son went out, and he not only fed the horse, but he, he watered the horse, and he saddled the horse. And he set out the food in the evening so his father wouldn't have to do that when he, when he got back. And he came back inside, and he reported it to his father, and his father looked up over the desk and said, son, you did even more than I asked. You do it so well. Any father would be proud to have a son like you. He didn't realize that his younger brother, the crippled one, was in the doorway as he said that. And the little guy turned to his father and said, Daddy, do you love me too? And the father was so shocked by the question, he hesitated with the answer. The son ran out of the room. The older brother followed him to comfort him, and he thought, well, I'll give his brother a little time with him, and maybe he'll be able to hear my words, and I'll be able to prepare them better. But soon, the younger boy was coming back. He could tell because he could hear the, the step drag, step drag, step drag down the hallway to his office. He stepped in the doorway, 
He held up a sock trying to help his dad get ready and a shoe. He didn't know it was not his dress shoe. It was his work shoe, still muddy from the yard. And he held up his little pitiful offering and said, Daddy, don't you love me just a little? And the father said, oh, son, I love you as much as anyone could love you. I don't love you for what you do for me. I love you because the one I could not love more died to give me a gift. And that gift was you. You're a treasure. You're mine. You always will be. This morning you come to a table that offers you grace by one who says, all you could do for me wouldn't make me love you anymore. I love you because of whose you are. The one I love more than I could love anyone else gave me a gift as he died. And that gift is you, my treasure. When you come to this table, when you approach this holiday, it's Thanksgiving. We invite you to the table of the Lord. Who on the night that he gave himself up for us, took bread. Giving thanks to you, Father, and he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And likewise, after Jesus took the cup, he gave thanks to you, O God, and he gave it to his disciples and said, Take, drink from this. This is the cup of the new covenant poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so, Lord God, we remember you this morning, your mighty acts in Jesus Christ. We pray that you pour out your Holy Spirit, not only on these gifts of juice and bread, but upon us, your people, that we might know whose we are, that we might leave this morning with hearts renewed in thanksgiving for the greatest gift we've ever received. We pray as he taught us to pray, saying, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen.